0: Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Yeah, that was great.
1: I'll see you soon.
0: I'd love that. Okay, you too. How are you?
1: Good, how
0: are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. You getting ready to do a run or a hike? Hike,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. Cool hike.
0: Cool? I don't know if you're interested, but I have short little five-minute interviews with people, Uh before or after the hike. We pick a belief that's in your mind that you're pretty sure is true. Uh Uh-huh. And I ask questions to see how you came to that conclusion. Okay. It's pretty fun. And it could be any topic. Uh-huh. Typically, the topics are about supernatural stuff. My prayers come true. I think karma is real. Mm-hmm. That lady there seemed to think that there's this positive and negative energy mm-hmm. that you can attract or detract from yourself.
1: Laws of attraction. yeah.
0: I guess so. I, I was a little hazy on the details. Yeah. But I, I just listen. I ask questions. Uh huh. And there's actually
1: a documentary called The Secret.
0: I've heard That's of it. about
1: the laws of attraction.
0: She mentioned a book, not that movie. Uh-huh. Is the documentary. The documentary. Yeah. yeah, she didn't mention that specifically, but it seems similar, maybe a little similar to that. Probably, yeah. yeah we didn't really get into the details. It kind of went in an interesting, different direction. But in all cases, even though I have biases, mm-hmm. I try to be as neutral as possible.
1: Right. Right.
0: And sometimes, by the end of even a short five-minute talk, you might... A little less confident in the belief that you really think is true. <laughs> it's, it's a fascinating thing.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Do you want to give it a shot and do a little five minute? Sure. Chat? Yeah, okay. We take
1: off. I appreciate
0: it. Would you be willing to let me record it?
1: Um, yeah, I guess okay. not. My okay. friend will probably can put her two cents in too.
0: It's <laughs> a, it is a little tougher when, uh, when somebody does do that Oh. because I really want to understand why you believe what you believe.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I mean, we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes, but. Sometimes when there are distractions, it does make it a little mm-hmm. harder. Uh, how do you spell your name? A-M-Y. A-M-Y. Well, I'm Anthony.
1: Hi, Anthony. It's a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you.
0: So, okay, so with all that being said, let's talk about a belief that you that you have in your mind and you think is true or, or at the very least influences your behaviors on a regular basis.
1: Uh, I, I think it's a lot with what we were just talking about, positive energy out, positive energy back. Oh, really? What you put out there, you get back.
0: Are we talking about karma, or is it something different?
1: Um, no, this is different than karma. I think karma, karma is sort of a negative energy. Like, you know, if you wish bad upon somebody, bad's going to come back to you.
0: What's your best example where you've experienced this thing that you're describing to me now?
1: This positive energy? Yeah. Um, well, after watching The Secret, it, they tell you, you know, go out and practice it. Practice this positive energy and think of something that you want. Something very simple. It has to be very simple the first time you try it. And so I um, thought about this guy that I would see all the time, but I didn't. we didn't know each other, didn't know him, didn't, you know, have any reason to talk to him, he didn't have any reason to talk to me, but we always were in passing. I was like, just for one, I just want us to make eye contact just once, just so that we have a little connection. That's all I wanted. I didn't want conversation, did want anything. And so I envisioned it. I, you know, saw how it was gonna happen in my head. I put it out there and it actually happened okay
0: <laughs> it was We're, a little
1: eerie <laughs> that was you, pretty much the last time i was like okay now i really need to think about what i put out there because it might actually be true
0: <laughs> interesting okay is there any limit to the things that you can envision and make happen
1: no
0: nope i'm gonna go extreme example here okay. could you envision a cure for cancer and make it happen or does it not go that far
1: um, I don't think it goes that far. Maybe, you know, within your own body, you know, you envision the, where the cancer is in your body and you imagine attacking it and then, you know, maybe able to maybe cure it that way, but I don't know hmm. about curing it for other people.
0: Okay. Is this a relatively recent belief?
1: No, this is pretty recent. Yeah, I'd say within the last six months,
0: Six just months. sort of, so.
1: kind of, gotten on this positive energy.
0: Kick. Sure, sure, sure. Let's say that you or somebody close to you actually did discover that they had an illness, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But I'm just trying to use that as, as an example. And, let's say, for the next six months, like, pretty much everything that you envision, you find that it comes true, like, catch somebody's attention, and you do, and you want to get a job promotion, and you do, and, um, I don't know, you want to save, get a discount on a big purchase, and you do, because you've envisioned it. If you did discover that you or somebody close to you had an illness, like maybe cancer, would you find yourself immediately going to this method, or would you seek alternatives?
1: no going to this method definitely I as i think going to this method as well as you know trying to use other methods to cure it actually my mom just had her last kidney removed from cancer
0: oh i'm so sorry to hear that
1: um yeah she's good she's strong she's uh doing dialysis but um she immediately you know immediately it was positive let's fight this we're gonna get through it and then she switched to a total vegan diet because once your body's in pH balance cancer can't grow anymore Um, Hmm. and she was gonna try and shrink the tumor but she didn't have the time to really follow through on it before they had to make a decision to operate because it was it was too close to her heart and liver
0: okay in these little trickier situations you would use the envisioning method in addition to some other Mm -hmm. treatment or something like that, Mm -hmm. let's say that in six months you or your friend has this issue and you find yourself envisioning a cure and then they, you or they actually seek out a cure and get treatment, Mm -hmm. chemo or surgery or whatever, I don't know much about that stuff. Would you then look back at that experience, let's say that it actually goes away, Mm How would you be able to tell if it was the envisioning process or the actual treatment?
1: I don't know that I would. I... I would... I, I think I would still stick with... I don't know if it would be one or the other, but it wouldn't change my mind as far as positive thinking.
0: If I can just sum up what you're saying, and if this is not it, please correct me, mm-hmm. but I think what you're saying is if I were to have an illness and seek treatment but also use this envisioning process and I got better, I wouldn't know which of the two had any influence on it, mm-hmm. but I'd still continue thinking that the envisioning worked.
1: Right it was definitely played a very big part in it. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so very much for your time. That all was right. five minutes. All
1: right. Perfect
0: five minutes. It goes by so fast. And you were so patient to stand there very quietly. <laughs> I'm, thank, I'm listening. Thank now. you I'm very much.
1: Bored and now I'm, just, <laughs> now I'm just
0: reading. Yeah, I have these little five minute chats with folks to pick a belief and then we, we, uh, we examine them and, uh, and see.
1: What do you hope to take away from all this? Are you writing a paper or?
0: I might one day write a book because I've been doing it for about three years now. Oh, really? But I'm I'm a horrible writer. I don't think I'll ever write it. No, I like to to share these examples of conversations with people because Uh when it comes to sensitive, deeply held beliefs, Mm -hmm. humans tend to just argue about stuff. Mm -hmm. They get very defensive and they don't actually explain what it is they believe or sometimes even think about it themselves. So, what I find is that these conversations oftentimes give people a deeper understanding of what it is they believe, mm-hmm.
1: okay. that
0: they may have never otherwise even thought of if they never even questioned right. it. They yeah.
1: just believed what they believed and didn't... Yeah. Didn't know why they did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Sure. Alright, uh, Well, thank, thank yeah, you, yeah, thank you thanks once Anthony. again. That was really this fun. This is my friend Ginny. Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm Anthony. Hi. Pleasure Hi. To, meet nice to meet you. Pleasure <laughs> to meet you. Well, have a good one. Okay, good luck. Okay, thanks. Well, that talk with Amy was a little challenging because her friend came up halfway through. Fortunately, her friend was quiet and stayed off to the side and did not interrupt. This was another one of those positive energy out things. And she based it off the book, The Secret. I've heard a few people talk about this before and ask me if I ever encountered anybody that used this method of belief. Uh, this is the first time I think that I have in person. If she just envisioned something, it will come to pass. And then I asked, is there any limit to this skill? If she was faced with that kind of challenge, she would actually envision the solution, but also seek treatment. But when it came to evaluating whether or not the treatment or the envisioning had any effect on the outcome, she wouldn't have any way of knowing, but she'd still continue to do envisioning. I think I probably would have been a little tougher on her if we had more time. That was just five minutes. But if we had another five minutes, I think we could really get into whether or not envisioning something is a dangerous thing. Could somebody envision a cure for their cancer and never seek treatment? In the end, I think she had a better understanding of what it was she believed. All in all, a fun talk, a little bit different from the norm, with the added benefit of her friend observing, and perhaps they'll talk about it on the trail.